everybody. Welcome to the Let's Talk Tefl podcast. I'm Jackie and joining me is Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. Hi, Jackie. How are you? So I am good. Christmas is coming. So yes. um, Jennifer and I realized we had never done um, a dedicated like Christmas lesson plan idea kind of episode. So I hope this reaches you in a timely fashion. It should be released sometime <laughs> in um, kind of late November or early December. So um, I hope you find it useful. Um, so let's just jump into it. So why do holiday lessons? I think it is a part of being a foreign language teacher that you are teaching about the culture that goes with the language. And um, so that being said, uh, you don't have to limit it to being a Christmas lesson. I'll just go ahead and put out straight from the beginning. It can be a festive season lesson. Um, you know, uh, kind of read the room wherever you may be teaching and think about uh, what other, uh, what is the word I'm trying to say? What other holidays that occur at the end of the year it might be culturally relevant to include, uh, even if those aren't ones that you celebrated at home or mm -hmm. that you celebrate anywhere other than where you may be living and teaching. Mm -hmm. And I like to do holiday lessons because um, my just context of, of teaching is in a Korean university and um, we would just kind of like slog through the whatever textbook um, I had to use and just doing a holiday lesson was kind of just a nice way to mix things up a little bit and kind of have some fun and kind of maybe like make a little Christmas party and do some of these activities. And um, it was just kind of a change of pace. It was not something I would do all the time because I think there was actual like real learning expectations and outcomes I needed to meet. So I did have some pressure in that regard, but then um, yeah, just to like um, give students a bit of a break from the usual kind of thing. And um, students would often learn some like different kind of vocabulary. And um, so, but it's one thing that I think um, there's kind of two schools of thought in terms of English teaching. And I think, kind of one of the old schools of thought was like that English teachers are also cultural ambassadors. And um, it kind of has the vibe of like, my culture is superior to your culture kind of thing. And I um, tried to never subscribe to that, actually. So I didn't. So when I did holiday lessons, I tried to come at it as like, this is just kind of a fun holiday and I enjoyed celebrating this and I know you have your holidays and I'd always try to like kind of compare it to the holidays in whatever place I was teaching in or wherever my students were from and kind of find some commonalities and some differences and um, that kind of thing. And the other school of thought is just you're teaching a language. And of course, language is um, all wrapped up in culture, so it's hard to separate. But I guess I saw myself as more of actually just teaching language and having a fun holiday lesson um, was just kind of a change of pace. And I wasn't necessarily like sharing about it with um, thinking that my culture is in any way superior to where my students were from. So I think it does require some sensitivity and oh, um, awareness. Yeah. Can I just go a little bit further? If, if yeah. you are teaching English because you think you are the superior language speaker, then I would kindly suggest that maybe you don't. <laughs> you know, like, um, yeah, I, I think uh, teaching 
about a holiday as something that exists and, and your own experiences and things that happen as part of the, the culture is one thing. But if you're like, this is the correct holiday to have at this time of year, then that's a pretty crappy attitude in my humble opinion. Yes. Yes, I I don't I can't see many teachers coming at it like that, but I have been surprised, I guess, in the past. <laughs> Just talking to some yeah. people and I was like, "Oh my god, what's happening right now?" Like you, yeah, I don't know. So I just I've seen it. I've seen it and I just it horrified me. So um yeah, just take a look at your own kind of ideas about teaching and being in a foreign country and all of those things and just um have some awareness about it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and and definitely um because it's not like a a one-way street in class. Um, try and include the the students' own experiences in at every turn, you know, whether it is, you know, comparing and contrasting like Christmas in Korea is incredibly different from Christmas where I am from. So um, that was always good for a compare and contrast. And my students that had lived overseas could also give their, their perspective of what Christmas was like when they were living in a different country versus uh, Christmas uh, at home. Okay, so let's get into a few ideas about things that you could include in uh, Christmas or holiday lessons. So my first one is songs. So I am a terrible musician. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible singer, so um, I wish I could play guitar and have a little sing-along with my students. I think they would love it, so if you can do that, I encourage that. Um, otherwise, look on YouTube for some Christmas karaoke songs, and um, students kind of get into it. They really generally, at least in Korea, where like the karaoke rooms are super popular, students really enjoyed this. You could even kind of level it up a little bit, put students into groups of, say, like six or seven or eight people. Um, I wouldn't make the groups too small because then people start to get embarrassed and shy about it. But, um, you know, give them some time. They can go into like a separate corner of the room or a different little room if you have that option. And they can learn a song and then come back and perform that song in front of the class. And maybe you could have a little prize or like a little something for who did the best job and have some simple actions or just whatever. So it depends if your students are outgoing or not and how willing they are to do this. But in Korea, um, even adults and university students were kind of all about this. So um, I like doing this in my class. Yeah, that's super fun. Um, I never really did any sort of sing-alongs other than like just Literally, if the students wanted to sing along to um, uh, a recording, because I cannot sing at all. I cannot play any musical instruments at all. But um, for some reason, like, I would always have a nearby teacher, like geographically nearby classroom that, you know, someone who could sing and play multiple instruments and like they would bring it in, you know, bring in their guitar for a sing along with Christmas songs and, and my students you should have joined like, in. That would have been so fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're like, why did we get stuck with you? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, All right, yeah, so if, you can, if you can do songs, uh, students generally enjoy it, especially if, like Jackie said, they're in large enough groups that nobody feels like they have to be hitting every note perfectly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And I like, yeah, the YouTube music or whatever. So you just turn that on and like not super loud, but loud enough that it can kind of like, yeah. <laughs> you know, people don't feel shy like they're singing just full on <laughs> in front of their classmates. Yeah. There's music. They're usually less shy about it. All right. So the next one is some writing, Jen. So what's that uh, yes. one all about? Yeah. So um, I rarely had the the flexibility to just do a full on fun time uh, Christmas lesson. So anything that I could do to make it more holiday fun, but still meeting learning objectives, I would do. So something that is uh, culturally relevant would be a letter to Santa or a Christmas card that you could write to your mom and dad, something like that. So um, obviously with the younger kids, it would focus more time on some beautiful coloring that they could do on the front of the card and then a very short note and then the higher level students would write a letter to Santa. So some learning objectives slipped into the holiday fun. Oh fine yeah I've done the Christmas card thing and students really enjoy it and so you can just kind of write up some like common Christmas card greetings on cards and talk about like what kind of pictures they might want to draw and that kind of thing and yeah my students have really enjoyed that activity as well. So the next one is candies in a jar. So there's not a whole lot of educational value in this, but it's just <laughs> for fun. So this is something my grandma used to do um, when I was a kid. She would get a bunch of like Christmas candies. And generally I do kind of like the wrapped ones, like Christmas Hershey Kisses or something is slightly more sanitary, I guess. So I would buy a whole bunch of them and then I'd get like a glass jar and I would count them as I was putting them in. So maybe it'd be like 127 Hershey Kisses in this jar or whatever. And then I put a lid on it and then I like seal it with duct tape <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and then um, for like the class before Christmas, I bring it to all my classes or you could do one per class if you have like bigger classes of say 40 students and a bit of a budget to do this. Or if it's just you doing it without any budget, then I would have the same candy jar. And I give everyone one slip of paper, and then they have to write down their name and their class and their guess. And then who's ever closest um, wins the jar of candies. So they can take it home or they can share it with their classmates. It's up to them. <laughs> I always like tell them like privately the winner. You don't have to share. You can just like put it in your bag and take it home and then not say a word about it. So it's totally yeah. up to you. But if you want to be meet generous. Me after can. class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe after class. I'll give it to you later if they don't want to share. So um yeah, so that's just like a fun way to kind of create some excitement and fun yeah. about Christmas. Yeah. And if you want to pretend that it's educationally relevant, you could make them write out the number in words rather than just write the numbers. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> Very true. It's that is a good counting point. lesson. <laughs> Big numbers in English. Yes. All right. So Jen, your next one is Santa and Christmas around the world. Compare and contrast. Yes. So um, depending on, you know, you, your school, your class, whatever, um, you could either compare Santa around the world or uh, Christmas celebrations in general around the world, or just within the English-speaking world. So um, I know I've, I've worked with some teachers that would get really upset um, about smaller English-speaking countries not really being considered different, like all English-speaking countries were some 
homogeneous whole. Uh, so if you wanted to point out that English speaking countries are, you know, all different and they all have their own slight differences with Santa and Christmas, whatever you could do just an English speaking world, compare and contrast and keep it really, um, you know, English language and culture focused, or I think more fun is to compare it to uh, Santa or Christmas around the world. Hmm. Something that I've done is kind of just a task-based project. Um, in most like ESL textbooks, at some point there's a lesson on holidays. So like maybe unusual holidays around the world or like holidays in the US or whatever, holidays in Asia, that kind of thing. So um, just as kind of like a follow-up to that lesson, I would put students into groups of say like two or three or four people and they would have to choose a holiday and then do some research about it and then do like maybe like a little PowerPoint slide or a presentation about it and then a quick presentation about that holiday, like how it's celebrated and traditions and food and the history of it a little bit, the brief history and that kind of thing. So Christmas could fit into this. Um yeah, and it's actually been a really interesting lesson. And I think students, because they could choose which holiday they wanted to talk about, they didn't mind it either, actually. And I would just make sure that all the groups did a different holiday. So we'd have some different kind of things going on. But yeah, yeah that, that ended up being like a really nice lesson. Yeah, that's really good, because then you can have a presentation aspect as well. Um, and obviously, uh, a super easy one would be uh, like compare and contrast with your experience with Santa or Christmas and your students' experience. And if you're teaching in a place where uh, Christmas isn't celebrated, then you can um, swap it out for a locally relevant holiday. And then mm -hmm. it's just more about getting the students to talk about um, you know, their own experiences, their own traditions, whatever. And then you can do like a little Venn diagram, like everybody pigs out and opens presents. But, you know, this thing is different in my country. You know, in my country, we hang stockings on the mantle the night before, and then the students can tell you something that they do, you know, whatever. Hmm. Sounds fun. All right. So the next one that I have is just kind of purely for fun and entertainment. <laughs> I kind of have a theme in mind, but it is um, cookie decorating. So I would like get one of those, you know, like cookie cutter or a few different cookie cutters, like a Christmas tree and then a Santa and then a reindeer or like whatever. And I would make some sugar cookies or you can maybe buy them somewhere, but it's hard to find them without icing. Yeah. generally generally so it's best if you just make your own so this is obviously not amazing to do if you have like say eight classes of 40 students <laughs> you're gonna hate your life <laughs> I think if you do this but if you don't teach that many students like say you're teaching at a winter camp and you have a little like homeroom class of like 10 or 12 students or something it's actually a really fun activity so then I would bring the cookies and then I would prepare icing as well or you can buy icing quite easily as well and then um, I get I would ask students to bring in one or two like cookie toppings. So kind of like Christmas themed sprinkles or sparkles or like not sparkles. I guess you can eat sprinkles. <laughs> oh, they like have the, the edible um, little balls that they can come in like gold and silver or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's right. And then, um, yeah. And then like M&M, you know, like red and green M&Ms or like whatever, that kind of thing. And so each student brings in a candy. And then if we have only like, say, 10 people, we just put all the candy 
and sparkles and whatever all together. But if it, if it's a bigger class of say like 20 students, maybe I would put students into groups of like seven, seven, seven. And that group of seven would kind of share their candies together or whatever. So anyway, they have their cookie and then I would put it on, I'd bring some very cheap paper plates or I'd bring like paper towel and they can put their cookie on that and then get some icing and then, uh, yeah, just like decorate their cookie. And sometimes I would make it into like a little competition. So maybe me and the school like secretary or principal or something would maybe like, or, or like, or like another teacher that I just randomly found in the office would kind of like judge like what was their favorite cookie. And I don't know, just take some pictures and everyone can hold them up. And I don't know, it's just like a fun thing. And then students can eat their cookie. And I don't know, it's just like a kind of a festive fun Fun that day. is fun. I, I want to be that. a student in your class. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I would say that that is a good activity. If you're doing a winter camp, uh, a lot of winter camps for kids especially would have some sort of cooking thing, which always made me super nervous because there was always way too many kids for, um, you know, safety, <laughs> basically. Um, but you can do that. And um, another alternative that I will add is something that I did when I was a kid, which was to make cookie Christmas ornaments, which uh, look like cookies. And you would need access to an oven or at least a toaster oven. But um, you can find recipes online for uh, Christmas ornament cookies. And they are non-toxic, but not I mean, they wouldn't taste good to eat, but if kids do decide they have to eat a little bit of the dough, it won't hurt them. And you just bake them and then you can uh, hang them on a tree. So oh, it's a wow. little uh, thing that the kids can take home and show their parents where their hard-earned uh, tuition money is going. Um, yeah. And you could also just make like a Christmas tree ornament as well, just out of like construction paper or find a little craft on Pinterest or whatever and and do that as well if you don't have access to an oven or all that kind of like cooking and baking um, stuff. And that's kind of a fun, fun idea as well. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely done plenty of construction paper Christmas trees in my life. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, so Jen, what is this Mr. Bean Christmas thing? Okay. So if you have access to YouTube in your classroom, Mr. Bean is super fun. Uh, if you are not familiar with Mr. Bean, uh, it's a, a British comedy. I'm going to say like from the 70s or 80s, mm -hmm. um, Rowan Atkinson. It's almost completely wordless. So the students level um, will not diminish their enjoyment. Like there's not dialogue to understand. It's very visual comedy. And he has a Christmas episode. It is 25 minute long, 25 minutes long, I should say. Um, <laughs> and you can find the full episode on YouTube, but you can also find clips on YouTube that are just between three and 10 minutes. So if you just wanted to have a short clip and then have a discussion and discussion is really like, you know, what did he do? And, you know, and he's, he's pretty silly and it's quite a visual comedy. So uh, usually the students quite enjoy it. And um, even if they're fairly low level, they'll have some um, ability to discuss the silly antics that Mr. Bean gets up to preparing for Christmas. Mm. Mm. 
That sounds good. All right. I have a bonus one that we did not put on the show notes that just came to me. So um, it is door decorating. So this kind of depends on the situation. It works best if you are teaching the situation where each class kind of has like a home room that they stay in. So you can rally the other teachers and kind of have a competition to see who can design the best like holiday themed door. Um, or you could do it like around Halloween, all the other holidays with or Valentine's Day would work as well. So um, yeah, students can like cut out some pictures, make a little like slogan or saying or like something like that. And um just make like a really nice store and it adds kind of this like festive atmosphere to your school as well. And then you can get some people to judge um, like the principal or whoever other teachers who don't have a homeroom and they can judge the doors and then give some little prizes to the class. That's the winner. So um, yeah, it's a really nice, nice activity and parents like, like it too when they come into the school and they see these really nice doors and it's yeah, kind of impressive. Yeah. And one that I've done, um, not on my door, just on the wall in the class was to make uh, a giant paper Christmas tree with the giant rolls of paper because it's too big for construction paper. But you just need like a little bit of brown for the tree for the um, trunk. And then obviously a lot of green cut into various triangles just stacked one on top of the other and then the students can each uh, make a little ornament and um, how you do it from there is up to you like it can just be purely a fun little kind of art activity or you can have them write like their Christmas wish which uh, is not for a new PlayStation but something that you know I want uh, you know war in Ukraine to end or, you know, something nice like that. And that sounds fun. Decorates your class like at the same time. <laughs> yes. All right. So I think that um, is it for ideas. So uh, if you take a look on eslactivities.org slash podcast, you can find all the show notes and information. And there's also um, an article, I think it has like 30 or 40 ideas for Christmas ESL lessons. So I'll make sure I'll put the link there. And I'll put the link in the show notes as well, wherever you're listening to this. Um, and then also be sure to check out my book, 63 ESL Holiday Games and Activities by Jackie Bolin. You can find it on Amazon or wherever you like to be, buy books. Just have a quick look for it. So I have a lot of ideas that are good just for like general holidays. Like, for example, the door decorating or the cookie decorating. They're both in there. So you could use those for Halloween, Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas, um, kind of whatever holiday you want to celebrate. And then there's also some idea specific um, to um, the holiday season, the Christmas kind of season. So, um, Jen, people can find you where? At this podcast. at the podcast and if they want to say hello um specifically to you they can find you i think on your youtube channel teach travel learn yes sure and where can people find you other than your books um well take a look at eslactivity.org um that's kind of a great place to find me and then you can also find links to like instagram and tiktok youtube um but if you leave a youtube comment um on my youtube channel just jackie bolin um that is kind of where i am most likely to respond or i 100 percent respond to all the comments so um yeah say hello there all right good deal okay, okay. and i hope you have a fun christmas lesson everyone and yes. um Yes. A very happy holiday season. Yes, happy holidays. And I know it's hard being away from home a little bit sometimes during the holiday season. But um, yeah, I hope it's it's okay. And just remember to like look after yourself. So 
you know, have some nice food and spend time with your friends. And if you're just very new, then just go outside and go for a walk and just try to enjoy your new country yeah. that you're in. And, I think it's um, it's a yeah. really good time to to get together with kind of your found family in the new place. And um, yeah, I've had some some really fun potlucks and other activities like that where everybody sort of brings like the one dish that they miss from home and it's sometimes kind of a weird mishmash and there's always going to be somebody who brings pizza but you know <laughs> it's still so it I mean, it's, it's, you know getting together with your friends and, and enjoying the day and and not sitting at home feeling bad because you've just seen everybody's pictures on Facebook and Instagram of your whole family getting together and having a great time one time I went to a Christmas potluck and someone brought like 10 packages of McDonald's fries. <laughs> and it was so weird, but it was everyone, they were gone in like two seconds. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think yeah, the same was, The same would be with pizza. <laughs> you know? Yes, um, it's weird, but popular. Yes. <laughs> For sure. Okay, so I will catch you next time, Jen, and uh, have a good Christmas, everybody. Yeah. So-